Just like that time when it got weird between Mulder and Scully. You can't quit now, Scully. I can, Mulder. This is Luke and Lewis on Triple M Modern Digital. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another show of Luke and Lewis for lunch on what station, Luke? Say it, brand it. Triple M Modern Digital. Tick. <laughs> Big executive the tick there from the bosses. If you're listening, bosses, we just branded the hell out of that. Yeah, we did. So, what have we got coming up in today's show? Luke? I don't know what we got. I don't know what we've got coming up on the show, but I do know that Lewis is wearing shorts again. Yeah, I'm still round two, shorts. baby. I'm wearing the same pair of shorts that I wore yesterday. Damn, Lewis, back at it again with the black shorts. <laughs> You know, sitting in them, I've realised how incredibly short they are. Yeah, there's, there's borderline underwear on me. Yeah, true. Because I got the, the fashionably they look like high, speedos. Yeah, I got the fashionably high ones on like regular size yeah. people, and it's just become unfashionably yeah, high. It looks like you stole Warwick Capper's shorts. <laughs> so coming up on the show, we are going to conclude our experiment. Uh, are left-handed people better at sports than right-handed people? We will find that was out. The experiment. That right? was the experiment. How did the experiment go? Well, I guess you'll find that. Not great. <laughs> Luke and Lewis for lunch on Triple M Modern Digital. Check. Um, <laughs> so, Luke, I was walking home from work. Uh, this, this story takes place over three days, okay? It's, uh, it's, it's an epic tale. I look forward to it. Are yeah. you going to release three films? Um, thinking about it, mm. I think it might be adapted into at least a book. Yeah, um, and then that book will be adapted into a film, and then split the last two films into two. That's what most films do these days to really yeah. milk that cash run. Yeah, cool. Yeah. So, uh, chapter one. <laughs> I was walking home from work, um, and the the moment where we I was walking down one of the streets where all of the bars are down down Crown Casino. You know yeah. that walk, um, and I noticed that. Uh, there's been a new bar set up by um, Jack Daniels. It's like a promotional bar. It's a pop-up bar by Jack Daniels to advertise their new whiskey. Mm-hmm. So there was a bunch of things going on. There are a couple of like fire toilers and you know there were people giving out Jack Daniels in promotional cups, things like that. And I noticed out the front there was one of those statue buskers. You know them? The, yes. Yeah. So there's a guy sitting in a chair with his arm around the chair on a big bench so there's room for two other people. And was he bronzed? He was covered in gold paint. So he was on schoolies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he was covered in gold paint. He had a beard and a hat on, and uh, it was phenomenal. Like, everyone was standing around taking pictures. He just was not moving at all. It was incredible, and I thought, oh, that's awesome. He's really good at that statue-busking job. Yeah. So then I went home, didn't think anything of it. The next day, I'm walking home again the same way, and uh, the Jack Daniels bar is still there. There's still lots of attractions. And the statue busker is there again. Uh, again, people are taking photos of him. He's not moving at all. I'm even more impressed because I'm like, oh, he's still doing it in this heat because it was really hot yeah. the next day. Okay. And then yesterday, the third day, I walked home again, walked past the statue busker, realized it was just a statue. <laughs> It's literally just a gold statue, and everyone standing around him were not taking photos of the busker. They were taking photos of the giant sign that was encouraging people to take photos of it. But I thought this statue 
was a guy in gold paint. We were like, man, this guy's committing so hard. He's here at night. He's here at dawn. He's here in the morning. <laughs> he's been there for 36 he hours. He, he doesn't, doesn't even eat. He just thought he was really committed to his art. And looking back, when I realized that it was a statue, I had a good look at it. And the head is way too big to be human. Like, it's, it's not even a realistic statue. It's plastic. So, I'm just an idiot. I think I'm going to go and take a photo with him on the way home you, from work today. You clearly had way too many free Jack Daniels that they were giving out. Yeah, I know. I'm actually kind of worried that if I go and take a photo with him, uh, it's actually going to turn out to be a real busker, and I'm a double idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Luke and Lewis for lunch on Triple M Modern Digital. Luke? That is the station that we are currently broadcasting from and that you are listening to. Yes. Check. <laughs> <laughs> so, Luke, um, is Mark Zuckerberg a human? Is Mark Zuckerberg the creator of Facebook, billionaire, that guy? Yeah. Um, yes. False. I don't think he is. <laughs> okay. Have you seen Mark Zuckerberg? No one else wears a blue top and jeans every single day of their life and doesn't get bullied for it. Exactly. Like, I think the dude's clearly a robo. Or, or he's ascended past his human form. That's what I think. He's I think, evolved, do you think? I think he once was human uh, when he many. was in high school, in uni, and then he invented Facebook, joined the Illuminati, yeah. and now he's a shapeshifter from Mars. Or his body, his body has at least been one-third inhabited by a shapeshifter from Mars. Right. Have you got any evidence to back this up? Yes, I do. Actually, um, I That's think a bit cool. <laughs> I do, I do. I have an I have an accidental admission from Zuckerberg himself uh, during uh, a speech. He accidentally revealed the truth about his human nature. You kind of need to remind yourself that you need to focus and um, and try not to let stuff bother you as much as possible. But it is going to bother you because you're human, and and I was human. I am human still. Um, <laughs> but um, but it. But I was just referring to myself in the past. Um, not that I was not human. See, way too sus, okay? I can understand. He got really defensive. Yeah, see, the slip, I was human, I, that's fine. Yeah. I wouldn't have knocked him for that. But then when he, he, when he backpedaled, he's yeah. like, no, 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 I, was, I am human. I was referring to myself in the past. Still a human, guys. Hey, who said I'm an alien? Not you guys. It's like he I'm downloaded a, a virus and his computers just went, you know, started messing up in front of a whole crowd of people. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So I think we need to do something about this because the, one of the most popular websites in the world that has all of our human uh, information is run by a shapeshifter from Mars. Something Isn't it just a robot? Well, robot, shapeshifter. Well, if he's a shapeshifter, he could turn into a robot. Hmm. Something what needs to, to do? be done. Yeah. I think um, we need to bring MySpace back. That's why <laughs> Tom, my, get Tom on the phone. That's why MySpace died, because Tom never <laughs> ascended. Tom was never corrupted by the Illuminati. I actually started talking, stalking Tom on Instagram the other day from MySpace. You know, he's a photographer now. He does great photography. Does he have an yeah. Instagram? He's got heaps of followers because he's still Tom from MySpace. But yeah, he's very human. He's been uh, in uh, Fiji lately, if you're wondering. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's true. Maybe we should get... Okay, well, you know what? Let's just all deactivate our Facebook accounts. Oh, no, we need it for the show because then no one will listen to our show. Well, everyone listens. Does that to mean our shows digital? run by robots now? Oh no, I think it's happening. Uh, <laughs> we're we're being taken over by robot overlords. Sorry, Mark Zuckerberg. I take back everything I said. You most definitely are human. 
wink, wink, let me in the Illuminati. Luke and Lewis for lunch on Triple M Modern Digital. That is the station that we are on. Now, Lewis, yesterday we decided to conduct an experiment based on an article you read that people who are left-handers are better at sport. Yeah, fast-paced sport. Fast-paced skill sports, kind yeah, of, like so table tennis, table tennis, tennis cricket. cricket, all those kinds of things. And, and the theory behind it is it's not necessarily the left-hander being better. It just more so puts the right-hander off because you're used to playing people who are right-handed. So yes. the ball Because aren't comes... 90% of people in general right-handed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the ball will come at you in a weird direction that you're not used to, so it'll make you it'll make it harder for you to play against that yes. person. So we set out to uh, test this experiment to see if it was true and um, very quickly realized that while testing the experiment that <laughs> we needed a left-hander in order to do it properly well, instead of me just playing okay, left-handed. So I'll explain the experiment. Basically, to test that theory, we got Luke to play me in ping-pong with his right hand uh, and then we got him to play me with his left hand to see if he would be better. Which uh, makes no sense because I'm not a left-hander, so <laughs> it's just, obviously I'm going to be worse with my yeah, left hand. We got about two minutes into the experiment, and it just quickly devolved into an argument, and we were both trying to figure out what the experiment was. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's what happens when uh, we're in control of everything, and I have to organize a scientific experiment when I fail high school and I'm not a scientist. So here's how our uh, scientific experiment went. Okay, so we are about to test the theory that left-handers are better at sport. What we're doing is we're playing ping-pong, me versus Luke. Okay, so I'm going to be using my right hand for the first game, uh, and then we'll score it, and then if I, I guess if I do better with my left hand. No, but this doesn't prove anything because neither, none of us are left-handers. Mate. The missed. article wasn't proved that... Your left hand works, but I it was if you're a left hander, you'll be better. The game began and then quickly stopped because we started arguing again about the actual intention of the experiment. Mate, be your better. definition of a left hand is wrong. A left hander is, is someone who uses their left hand. Luke easily won the first game and then switched to his left hand. Are you talking third person, mate? Oh yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> but then again, another argument started, and we realised this experiment was totally pointless. You know, it doesn't make sense. So you're currently using your left hand, therefore left hander, and I'm. Uh, I'm a right hander using my opposite side, which is which obviously makes the reason you a left hander. No, the reason why I suck is because I'm a right hander. <laughs> oh, I win! And the experiment concluded, and my verdict is being left-handed makes you slightly worse. Yes, because I was born right. <laughs> the game is over, and so is our experiment. Unfortunately, the only thing we concluded is that I suck at ping pong and organizing experiments. There we go, listeners. Myth busted. The myth was, can I organize an experiment? And uh, everyone thought I could, but we busted that myth, so you you're welcome. That was that was the real experiment. Yeah. I was actually three steps ahead of you, Luke. Yeah, of course. You're not just backtracking now because we didn't know what we were doing. So, uh, yeah, that experiment obviously failed because to test if left-handers are better at sport, you need a left-hander. It, you need a left-hander left and a right-hander. Mike? You said the other hand you're left-hander. Oh. We, <laughs> we could have just got Mike. Well, you guys never asked me. All right, radio mic is left-hander. Look, I'll be honest, I was going to say let's redo it, but I don't think we should go back to that. No, okay, I figured out the way that you would actually do the experiment, because just because Mike's left-handed doesn't mean you are of equal ping-pong skill. That's true. What you need is you need a (laughs) no-hander. 
what you, you need mean? someone who is bad at using both of their hands. I thought you were about saying amputee. I was, <laughs> I was like, nah, they'll suck at ping pong no yeah, matter what. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, you need a no hand as someone who's awful at using both of their hands, and then you get them to play me in ping pong. And actually, to be honest, I just wanted to beat someone twice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, can we say before we go to the break? I, you, so it was what, 11, I beat you 11-2 first with my right hand, and then I switched to my left hand, and you only beat me by two or three points. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah, so experiment So we concluded that you can't do experiments, and Lewis sucks at ping pong. Well done, everyone. (laughs) Luca Lewis for lunch on Triple M Modern Digital! Ladies and gentlemen, it is time once again to know everything about everything. This is The Boys Book. Proudly presenting The Boys Book. How to be the best at everything. Yeah, the boys! Woo! That's right. It's, uh, I like this segment because it's one of the only segments where I'm actually allowed to read the book that you bring into the studio. Yes, so it's not the Scotty Cam book. It is the boys' book. Now, on this show, if you haven't heard this segment, uh, I found a book while cleaning out my room titled The Boys' Book, How to Be the Best at Everything. And immediately I thought, wow, big call. Because oh, it's yeah. a small book and apparently it holds the secrets and the key to everything. I mean, by the end of the by the end of you know next year, we should get through this book every yes. page. And if I don't know any every, everything, mm. I'm going to get a refund. Yes, on the book. I think I've I've lost the receipt by now. <laughs> That's right. The book should tell you how to find your receipt. That's true. Where you get a refund from. <laughs> Apparently, like if it's everything, it must hold you know like the secret to eternal life and stuff. But we don't want to get to that today. We're going to need it instead if we want to get through of, the book. Yeah. Instead of the secret to eternal life and happiness, uh, today we're going to learn how to write a quick poem. Oh, way more important. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, have you ever written a poem? Before Lewis, I think I've written a poem, but I don't, I've never written a quick poem. Right, so you've that's like a, there's sat a, there. There's a gap in my skill set there. Yes. So this is actually really useful for Great. me because I'm uh, always spending way too much time writing poems. Yeah, I can tell. I was like, "Where's Lewis? Oh, he's writing another poem again." Yeah, I need yeah. to get more efficient with this. Yeah. So um, it says at the top that uh, it's writing a quick poem is an unfailing way to impress your teachers and to be the envy of your friends. So. We don't have any teachers here, but no. this poem is going to make both you boys super jelly. Yeah. Me and Radio Mike are going to be envious of your quick poem writing skills. <laughs> <laughs> That's never been said before. <laughs> so, all right. Step one. Are you ready? You've got a pen uh, and yep. pad there pen ready to pad. go. Step one. Let's hit it. Let's get creative. All right. On line one, write the subject. You could pick anything. And the okay. example on this is Storm. But write a subject that subject. you feel. All right. Um, are you going to tell us? M <laughs> modern digital. Cool. You hear that, execs? Great branding. branding. Here we go. And I've underlined it too. Great. Uh, line two, yep. write down two descriptive words that spring to your mind oh. whenever you think of Triple M modern digital. Modern <laughs> and <laughs> digital. Okay. <laughs> Great. That's good. So step three of five, mm-hmm. uh, on line three, Write three verbs connected to triple M modern, What's modern it, digital. What's the verb? Is like that a, a doing describing word? word? Like a describing word. No, hang on. Verbs are like, doing word. Right. So if Mike? it. Yeah, so a describing word is an You're adjective, an idiot, Luke. Oh, uh, sorry. It's a, it's a <laughs> well, so like, for example, the example is storm on here. So yeah. it'd be like blows, howls, crashes. Like that's a yeah, verb. Yeah, that's not a descriptive word, you moron. Well, that's right. describing Anyways, how it. Okay, so, dis- so a doing word. storm works. All right, so. <laughs> Broadcasting, broadcasting, 
branding. <laughs> That's important. Um, on modern digital. And oh, what else do we have here? Um, Remember, this is a quick poem. Come on, hang on. <laughs> we should. I've got it. I'm writing. I'm writing. Start. Starving. So mm. we have no budget. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so on line four, write a thought that comes to your mind about Just Triple M. Any thought? Any Just a thought? short thought. First okay. thought that comes to your mind about Triple M Modern Digital. Help. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the final line: write another phrase to describe the subject. So maybe like a two or three word just to describe triple M modern digital. Um, okay. Uh, digital and modern. <laughs> okay. And now it's finally time, ladies and gentlemen, to hear Lewis's poem. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Man, that was really quick. That was like a minute or so. All right. Are you ready? Yes. <sighs> okay. Uh, this is my poem. Hang on. Sorry, Mike. Can we get some applause ready just in case it's good? But don't play the applause if it sucks. All right. Okay. Um, but this is a quick slam poem. Poetry. So cool. I'm going to present this as a slam poem. Have you heard one of those before? Yes. Yeah, okay. All right. So um, can you give me uh, uh, some applause as I come onto the stage? Me or Mike? <laughs> I just wanted to play it early. Okay, <laughs> All right. So this is my poem. It's called Triple M Modern Digital. Modern and digital broadcasting, branding, starving. Help digital and modern. Thank you very wow, much. Wow, that was really moving. Quite touching. Give yeah, me my applause, mate. Where, where's the applause? Sorry, were you just gobsmacked at how Didn't quick and like efficient poem? that poem was? I was waiting for you guys to tell me whether to do it. No, I was over here with a tear rolling down my face because that was beautiful, mate. So, <laughs> I didn't know it was up to my discretion to do it. You know it. what? It was a pretty moving poem because, uh, you know, there was starving, there was help. You mm. know, I think, I think everyone was, they were so moved by the fact that we have no budget here that they were just shocked and they couldn't actually applause. Yeah. I just emotionally moved them so much. Thank you very much, boys book. No I worries. Think, um, if now anyone, we know how to write a quick poem. That was speedy as too. Are you jelly? Fun? Yeah. Awesome. Mission accomplished. Well, we all know how to write it now, so I could if I tried. Yeah, but the point is that you couldn't write something as beautiful as this. Or as modern or digital. <laughs> <laughs> this is Luke and Lewis for lunch on Triple M Modern Digital. Luke, you've got some breaking news, some of the most important news in the world. I think I'm the only one who has this scoop at the moment, so if no you're one tuning else is in right now, this. no one's talking about it, haven't heard anywhere else. This is purely on this station, Triple uh, M Modern Digital. This is the, f- the the place where you go to hear news first. Yes. Lewis, mm-hmm. there's there's going to be another royal wedding. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? That's right. Prince Harry uh, has got engaged to a lovely girl called Meghan Markle. I think that's how you pronounce it. Mark, look, I didn't look up how to pronounce it. You're the um, worst news anchor mate, ever. Mate, I just know her as Rachel from Suits, all right? <laughs> He's, he proposed to Rachel from Suits, uh, yeah. and uh, if you're familiar with that show, Rachel's a fan favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely gorgeous girl uh, with an even more gorgeous man, Prince yeah, I thought Harry. you were trying to encroach on that marriage there. Nope. But no, you, well, you well, were. Well, I was, but uh, you know, if Megan could get out of the picture and just leave me and Harry B, that'd be great. It just sounds like you want to get into the middle of it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, want, I want a slice of both pies. Um, so... Uh, the thing is, though, uh, I, I was watching their interview. They did like a 20-minute interview together talking about the proposal because apparently people care. I don't know really why. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I don't understand why people care about the royals so much because they don't... It's not like they have any power anymore. They're borderline a tourist attraction for England now. <laughs> like, it's... It, it's like if, Harry Potter world number one, yeah. uh, big men, and then you've got Prince Harry. That's actually three. why they make a big deal out of it because it was really good for their tourism industry. And, uh, like... I, I feel like if they could chop your head off for not caring, 
I'd care about it. Yeah. But, you know, they can't even, like, give me a parking fine, you know? For not caring. No, they don't have any... It's not treason to not care. Exactly. So I don't understand all the hype about it. I just think it's it's weird. But how, how did they how did they propose? Yes. Yeah, so did, did people care because they proposed in like a spectacular way? No. So I watched this interview right, and I was like, "Oh, this is going to be a great proposal story. Everyone loves a good viral proposal. I love big yeah. gestures. It's always cute." I was like, "Dude, this guy's loaded. He's gonna yeah." Because you know what? I thought he'd fly to the moon or something. If I had like access, because they have access to millions and millions of dollars, because they've got old money, like yes. two hundred year old money. They were rich in in the medieval times, yeah, and they're st- even richer now. So I would think. And if I had borderline unlimited access to money and no job... You'd do a no-gravity proposal. Yeah, take it to Mars. Yeah. Yeah, like the moon wouldn't even be enough. Or at least, you know, take it to You get an alien to be a celebrant or something. Yeah, you take it to a nice restaurant and and close it for the night. Maybe that's that's the wedding. Uh, Well, so what he did was, right, he did pretty much a low-budget proposal. He just proposed to her as they were cooking chicken dinner. What? Yeah, they were just at home cooking dinner. How, so, do you, how do you know this, though? Oh, because in the interview, th- this is uh, the audio from the interview now. I think we've got it. It's a cozy night. I was, what were we doing? Just roasting chicken roasting and having... Trying to roast chicken. <laughs> trying to roast a chicken. And it was just, a, just an amazing surprise. It was so sweet and, and natural and very romantic. She's disappointed for sure. When girls say stuff's cute and sweet, it means it was boring and uh, it, well, well, not enough money was spent on it. Yeah. Pretty much. Because he, because it sounds like he couldn't even roast a chicken. Yeah, he's just put no effort into that. Well, yeah, it sounds like they were cooking Easy Mac or some like <laughs> two minute meal, and then he just bent down on one day, and one day and she was probably like, "Oh, it's it's not ready yet," and he's like, "No, I'm I'm proposing to you." She probably thought he was bending down to get some cutlery or something. Get the chicken out of the oven. Yeah, it's like, dude, at least at least wait until you finish cooking. That's one of the most boring, uh, conf- uh, sorry, boring. <laughs> That's one of the most boring confessions of love I've ever seen in my life. What? And you know what? It sounds I think like... I have the most second most boring, by the way. Yeah? Yeah. Also, it wasn't a confession of love. It was, uh, I think, when I asked out Emily, my mm. current girlfriend. Um, Obviously, you would have put a lot of effort in. Yeah, I mean. Knowing you. Yes. It would have been a spectacular, yeah. amazing day. How did you ask her out? At a bus stop. <laughs> <laughs> just... just on the way home from Centrelink? Yeah. <laughs> no, on the way home from school. <laughs> Where did you ask her out to? Um, well, our first date, we literally just, well, it wasn't really a date. We just went for a walk. We were just like, oh, let's just hang out. <laughs> and then we went for lunch, like after that. Yeah. So here you are making fun of the Royals yeah. and you're picking up girls at the bus stop. Yeah. I don't have, I don't have no gravity money. All right. I don't, I can't afford a trip to the moon. All right. I can afford a bus payment. Nah, we, we are fair evaded, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> look, it was a low budget, uh, confession of love and I'm all about that. Uh, what about you on? Was your one low budget? Uh, no, I took Jazz to like a nice restaurant. No, you take your girlfriend to Macca's, so you're always doing Mate, low budget okay, stuff. I've done that like once ah. when I first dated. You pulled a Prince a- Harry. <laughs> <laughs> Lewis, I've been, I've discovered something that's blowing everyone's mind. I'm making waves in uh, n- n- social media again. I mm-hmm. mean, yesterday you tried to become a meme on the show. Um, I realized sometimes I used to accidentally do it. Yeah, I just blow people's minds with. Uh, I would say, I was about to say good content, that's not it. Um, you with blow people's content. mind in like mundane areas. Yeah. That's that's what you... It's really my forte. Yeah. I'll sometimes tap into a market that I it didn't intentionally want to go there, and it happened the other night. So yeah. I was at a gig, and I was promoting uh, this podcast, and I uh, just chucked the thing, I was like, hey, uh, 
podcasters up on iTunes and then mm-hmm. in the photo popped a shackers. So mm. like if I don't know if you can pop a shackers just because you uploaded a podcast. Like you, we upload a podcast every day. So if you don't know what a shackers is, it's like the hang the hang loose hand gesture and then you wiggle it a tiny bit which yeah. makes it a shackers I think. Cuz yeah. I think it's a shack and then it's a shackers as soon as you start wiggling. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm glad you've thought about this a lot. Yeah, I have. I've been thinking about it quite a bit recently. And then I, I reevaluated. I I did what you did. I was like, "Man, can you just Pop a shackers like normally that. Normally, when when you when there's a shackers, like you might do a shackers to greet someone, or you might do it after you've just ridden a sick wave at the beach. Yeah, like hang loose, gnarly uh, words associated. It's a very with cool shackers. thing. Like mm. you're only supposed to do it after you've done something cool, or if you see something cool. Yeah. So I reevaluated. I looked at the snap, and then I was like, you know what? No, I'm going to own this moment. So I did a follow up snap. No. I, I doubled down, and I went. Uh, and I, I pulled another one with this one with a boomerang on Snapchat, and that's where it replays. You shacked it up again. Yeah, I shacked it up again, and then said infinite shacks, and kind of tied it with like, man, you, there's there's usually. Oh no, I think I tied it with like there. You don't have to have a reason to pop a shackers. Mm. I pop them whenever I damn well want. And then all of a sudden, I was in, I just went did my gig, went home, and all of a sudden, I'm getting all these uh, you know, people popping shackers back at me like, hey man, keep popping. And I was like, what have I started here? So then I just did a few no, more. No, I don't agree with this. This no. is a, you can't start a shaka revolution. I, did. I don't mate. care. That's, I did it. That's against the shaka rules. So I I started popping them left, right, and center on my Instagram story, right? And this is just I'm I don't even know what I've started here. I've tapped into this underground shaka audience that I didn't realize I had on my Instagram, yeah. but now are suddenly there. And I've got to be honest, I haven't received this kind of, uh, just a, more attention, not really attention, just this much hype since yeah. my videos went viral, like about a year ago. Mm-hmm. I've, I received honestly about 200 to 300 messages last night on my Instagram. Big call because your last, you don't know me, video got 20 million views. Are you getting 20 million views on these shackers? Yeah, but I've never even posted about it publicly. It's just on my Instagram stories. Only oh, a few okay. thousand people see it. Right. Okay. Well, I, I just That's don't, 10% of I people. I just don't know if you can pop a shacker for no reason. You don't think you can pop a shaka? W- I think it feels want. wrong. I'm not sure if I could do it. I mean, I could. Should I try it? Or he's just doing it now, mate. That's putting me off. Michael's well, doing it for no reason. We didn't even ask him. Okay. You can do it. Maybe, try it. No, wait, can. don't. Hmm. Okay, I Lewis is. Do you think I'm ready for this, guys? I don't know. You failed at becoming a meme yesterday. Do you really want to join one? I, Come I'm up gonna, with something yourself, I'm mate. Give it a go. Oh no, he's doing it. He's his hands. He just did a thumb. He panicked. Uh, you panicked and you didn't. You, th- I you forgot to throw out your pinky. I couldn't do. I couldn't. I couldn't throw out the pinky. I'll give it another go. Oh, you did it, but you didn't shackers it. Oh, oh he's doing it. That doing is a oh, pop- two hands. You're wielding the shackers, Dude, ladies and gentlemen. Man, you can shackers whatever you want. We're going to start a shackers revolution on this show. Yeah, let's do it. This is now the shackers station. I don't even. <laughs> I don't even know like how, how it started. It just happened, and I'm rolling with it. And people are loving it, but I'm also getting the haters, man. Yeah. And you know what we do? We pop shackers on the haters <laughs> on this show. <laughs> this is Luke and Lewis for lunch. You can shackers whenever you want. Triple M Modern Digital. Luke, it's time to revisit uh, a big news story that we covered earlier. Uh, was it earlier in the week? Or it was last uh, week? early last week. Yeah. Uh, and we thought we'd close the Bob Catter book. We thought we'd yeah. uh, moved on from that uh Thing, but the story has been revisited because yes. uh, if you didn't hear uh, a few uh, about a couple of weeks ago, Bob Catter used uh, an excuse that what was it? Th- uh, well, one a quick of- recap was uh, it's to do with the same-sex marriage debate. Yes. So it was it was recently legalised officially in Parliament. Um, but when before that, when the Australian people uh, voted in the uh, in the mass survey. 
that gay same-sex marriage should be legalized. Uh, a journalist asked for Bob Catter's response uh, on what he thought about gay marriage, and this is what he had to say. And a final, final <laughs> observation on the same-sex uh, marriage debate from Bob Catter. I mean, you know, people are entitled to their sexual proclivities. You know, I mean, let there be a thousand blossoms bloom as far as I'm concerned. You know, but I ain't spending any time on it because... <laughs> In the meantime, every three months, a person is torn to pieces by a crocodile in North Queensland. So that's what that was Bob Catter's response. He just he just completely got intimidated by thinking about gay people existing yeah. and turned the conversation to his hatred of crocodiles. That's like asking you like what it's like to be short. It's like you're not going to know. He's a massive homophobe. Why do you need Bob Catter's opinion on that yeah. anyway? But yeah, he used that crocodile. Uh, pretty much excuse as yeah. a, a way to deviate the conversation from a same-sex marriage mm. to crocodiles, uh, Which, people being ripped look, to pieces. if that was true, I could totally understand that. If every three months crocodiles were getting torn up in yeah. Queensland, I'd be like, yeah, that's a way bigger problem. We need to fix this, and then we'll work on other problems. But uh, ABC just fact-checked Bob Catter yeah. uh, to see whether or not every three months, which is very often, someone actually does get ripped up by a crocodile. Yeah, someone, actually, someone actually thought like, oh, you know what, maybe that does sound a bit unbelievable from Bob, but let's yeah. go have a look into it. It turns out there was one death per year from crocodiles. Not one every three months. Yeah. See, that's not very much at all. That's not a problem. No. One death a year. More no. people die every day from vending machines. <laughs> oh, no, not every day, every year. Every year. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I, I, I don't know what uh, Bob Cat is complaining about. I think, uh, you know, he can now, now he can spend time on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I still think, you know, there's still a problem here with that issue. I, there's still obviously... One year, like, well, what do you think of it? Think about crocodiles dying. Yeah, what do you think about cro- well? What do you think about a crocodile still being torn to pieces once every year? Well, I think you know, crocodiles are entitled <laughs> to their dietary proclivities. <laughs> May a thousand teeth chomp, uh, but I ain't spending any time on it because a gay marriage just got legalised, and there's a lot of work to do there. All right, this is Luca Lewis for Life on Triple M Modern Digital. Luke, are you familiar with Bug Guy? Uh, I'm, a f- I'm familiar with the film A Bug's Life. Uh, is it a is it a biography? Is it a biography about the guy? Is it <laughs> what a live action version yeah. of Bug's Life? <laughs> no, uh, Bug Guy is a guy that I keep seeing uh, in the streets right outside the radio station. Uh, I've been seeing him daily for months now, and uh, nobody else has noticed him. Um, everyone I talk to about Bug Guy, they don't know who he is. Is he the guy in the trench coat with the trolley? Yeah. Okay. So, you've noticed that guy. Yeah. But did you know that trench coat guy... He looks guy... like Mad-Eye Moody from Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. Did you know that trench coat guy is actually Bug Guy? Because <laughs> if... You... I don't know. I'm glad Wait, that what you've makes seen... him Bug Guy? I'm glad that you've seen this guy, because next time you walk past him, he sits right outside the exit of our radio station just about every day, and he sits there, and uh, he's always looking at something in his hands... And one day I walk past him like, what is this guy always looking at? And I walk past him. In one hand, he's holding um, uh, what's a magnifying glass. I forgot yeah. the name of it. I almost said a microphone glass. <laughs> a magnifying glass. And then in the other one, he's holding a jar. And in the jar is a bug. What type of bug? Uh, I saw him the first day. He had uh, a stick in- insect. 
and then the next day he had a grasshopper. So like cool, hard to find bugs. And then have you noticed how he always carries that giant trolley bag thing with him? It's yeah. full of jars. <laughs> with what? Different his kinds trolleys of bugs. Are full of- I thought it was full of his some possessions of his. No, no. Oh, it's just See, a bug I think we assume this guy was homeless. I think he's just an avid bug collector, <laughs> and he just carries around a bug. Well, the, yeah. the entire cast it's of a bug. Pretty hard life. to get a bug. <laughs> it's pretty hard to get a bug sitter. Like, yeah, you've got to carry him with you. You have to bring him to events. Like, I know. You can't. You know. So he'll pay just, some fifteen-year-old fifteen dollars an hour to look after your bugs. I guess his daily routine must be to listen to our radio show, yeah. collect bugs, and then when we're finished, he sits outside the station and just looks at his his finds. But the reason why I'm bringing him up is I haven't seen him for three days, and I'm getting really worried about bug guy. Yeah, he's out <laughs> looking for bugs. How do you think he got the bugs in the first place? He didn't find them outside the radio studio. I think something's happened to him. I think that he's gone after the final bug, like no. a giant bug. He's and probably he's... laying traps outside some poor beetle's home right now, <laughs> sneaking up in camo in his trench coat with well, his trolley <laughs> hid behind the tree. <laughs> well, you know what? Either way, whatever's happened <laughs> How to do him... you even lure a bug? Like, how do you catch a bug? That's why, that's why I don't I get... think you... Because the only time I ever see a cool bug... Is I stumble across a bug? Like I'm yeah. not, I'm, I never go out of the house like looking for bugs. Like I know, I guess he just has like a bug book and he looks up bug <laughs> habitats and Maybe he just goes around. We should look up in the boys' book how to find yeah. bugs. Yeah, I bet that I bet it's in there. Well, everything's in there. Do you reckon the chapter was written by a Bug Guy? Maybe. Well, Maybe he's... he wrote the whole book. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah, it seems like he's one. God strength. probably wrote that book. <laughs> yeah, it seems like the one strength he has is uh is bugs is bugs yeah. and uh. Wearing trench coats in summer. I don't get the trench coat. Maybe it's f- full of pockets for bug catching utensils, so he's always ready. So they're all in jars. Yeah, they're all in I'm jars. I'm going to have to go check this out. Yeah, I, How well, many bugs do you reckon he has? Uh, look, honestly, I've looked. I can only give passing. Don't say more than 15. You don't want to. You, uh, I've at least 12. At oh, least that's a lot of bugs still. <laughs> jars. Okay. And you know what? Because I haven't seen him for a few days, I think. Either way, whatever's happened for this guy, I'm psyched for when he comes back because he's probably got the best bug of all time. He's found like a prehistoric dinosaur bug. David Attenborough probably follows this guy around yeah. because he knows he's going to track down the bugs and they just send camera crews after him to save costs on <laughs> bug hunting. <laughs> <laughs> Luke and Lewis for lunch on Triple M Modern Digital. Ladies and gentlemen, that brings us to the end of the show. Unfortunately, we have to go. Hey guys, my chair's fine. Don't worry about it. Stop asking every time we wrap up this show. It's like, Luke, is your chair the right height? Yes, guys. It's yeah, fine. Is it, is it the right height? I don't, hang on. Yeah, now it is. Thanks okay. for asking that. Well, that's good because now it can be the right height for the rest of the two minutes of the oh, show. It's not the right height again. Oh, okay. I just lowered it. Is that all you're going to do for the rest of this? I don't know. Oh, I was probably going <laughs> to pop a shack as well, loosening my chair. That's pretty loose. <laughs> so that's the end of the show, guys. Um, with with uh, We're concluding... Um, with my experiment, I think the real experiment was can can I do experiments? Yeah. Uh, what did we conclude? And I yes. like well that you can't that do experiments. I'm, good, I'm a scientist. No, the I think we concluded that I think you're now banned. You know, I love initiating bans in this show. Uh, I banned Radio Mike <laughs> from not participating in Cole's home brand jams yeah. uh, for a week, and I stand by that ban. You're not going to be in there next week. You're going to watch two artists perform uh, slow jam <laughs> raps to Cole's hold music. And uh, I would like to initiate another band on, on the show. Band, another band on the show, which is uh, Lewis. No longer gets to think of and participate in and organize, especially uh, okay, experiments. I'm, okay, because you're not Hang a scientist. On. Where's your lab coat, big dog? Look, mate, I will accept these on condition that uh, only if you can top my experiment and actually come up with a good experiment for next week. Okay. 
That's All what right. I want from you, signed as Luke, and then I will refer to you always actually, you know as Doctor Kidgel. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm actually gonna lower my ban for yes. one sec. Can the experiment next week be? Can Lewis come up with a good experiment okay, no, to do no. a show? <laughs> and that's the experiment. <laughs> okay, but then, well, okay. I know what I just did, but I beat you, you and I'm what? happy Hopefully, about it. Hopefully, at the end of the week, if my experiment is, is successful, that means that your experiment will be successful and we will both be doctors. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, my chair's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> this is Dr. Luke and Lewis for lunch on Triple M Modern Digital. On comfy chairs. <laughs>